Hello and welcome to the Gambler Betting Podcast. I'm Sir Lightabet and I'm delighted to be joined by Greg Browning for this Norwegian edition of the Gambler Betting Podcast. How's it going, Greg? Yeah, good, thank you. Very well. Good, good. And of course, it wouldn't be the Norway Betting Podcast without David Wellison. How's it going, David? Yeah, very well, thank you. How's your week been? Yeah, not bad. It's been working the last few days and I've got a weekend off from now, so... And it feels like every, every time we talk to you on the podcast, we're just drawn towards the end of some European action to Norwegian teams in action tonight again. Yeah, I feel for both a glint of it. It's just basically been the problem all season for them. They've not got a striker that can put chances away when it really matters. Um, yeah, missed a, missed a good few chances. Runa, Um Yeah, an absolute sitter at 1-0 and that was halfway through the second half and Glimp had a few chances they just couldn't put one away and they've lost Arsenal again so that does appoint disappointing not scored over the two games um, to, to make matters worse I see that our old friend Victor Boniface has scored a couple for yeah, uh, Royal yeah. Union yeah I think like with Boniface his contract was out in the winter and they, they made the decision that they, they had to try and get a bit of money for him um, mm-hmm. So yeah, they've gone with we've gone with Espyord and Salveson and just neither of them have been good enough. Basically, simple as that. So yeah, that's been the problem this year. And uh, just as we speak, Molda have gone two 0 up in, um, in in Dublin and looking good to qualify from that group. Um, and yeah, obviously this weekend they're going to win the league. What a season! What a season that's been. Indeed, yeah, especially if they get European qualification through into the, the knockout stages as well, it'd be tremendous for them and for Norwegian football in general, I suppose. And um, so, as you say, David uh, Mulder should wrap up the title this weekend. It's been pretty much confirmed for a while, I suppose, uh, but this weekend should confirm it. There's a fair to say a three way battle for two European Europa Conference slots for next season. Uh, yeah, I'd say so. I think uh, with Rosenborg beating Volerenga so convincingly last weekend, I think it just knocked them out of it. Um, so yeah, both agreed to Rosenborg and Lidlström battling for that second spot and it should go to the wire. Yeah, and at the bottom end of the table, you yeah, can still mathematically stay up. They look doomed and they have done for quite a while. Uh, and time's running out a wee bit for Christensen to, to be fair to them, are doing all they can <laughs> to stay in the, the league at the moment. Yeah, they got a draw last week. Um, I think... It was a game that we kind of, I kind of highlighted that they probably needed to win. Um, their form's okay, but yeah, the last three games they've not won any of them, so just in a little bit of a sticky patch when they needed to be winning games and putting pressure on Sandefjord, who have really, really struggled. With it. Yeah, um, yeah. So we'll cover all those games that are coming up in the latest season uh, shortly on the podcast. Whether we look at Obus League as well as ever, Greg. Have you looked back to last weekend's podcast? Yeah, I think I had a mixed weekend last weekend. I think I had start Shade over three point five match goals, and that was a really good one for Shade. One three two, and unbelievably, we were corner short actually in the other double. So we had a Christian Sund. Obviously, with Christiansen's naturally, the Christiansen corners in their match, I think there was 12 or 13. But Sartsborg match only saw, I think, five actually in the Saturday kickoff. Um, and I think we were a goal short on Monday on the, I think I put up on the channel, uh, over 2.5 match goals treble. And that was a goal short 
somewhere as well. So um, very close on on the Monday, but it's a decent card this weekend, and we've got five rounds of games left in the Elite Azerian, and I think only three or four left in the Obelisk League, and so plenty to play for still. Yeah, and David, uh, you went all in on that Rosenborg Volerenga game last weekend, didn't you? And did not too bad at all. Yeah, ended up a couple of corners short, I think, um, on the overs. Um, but yeah, Rosenborg won the match bet. Um, and yeah, Casper Tengstead, bingo, uh, <laughs> scored again. And yeah, yeah that was, uh, God knows how many times he's come in, for, come in clutch for us already this season. He's just been absolutely outstanding. Um, and yeah, I think uh, I had Sarpsborg, Haugesund, um on the goal front, that finished 4-0 to Sarpsborg, really good win for them. And uh, unfortunately, a little bit, uh, I think God City, this from God City went 1-0 up against Tromsø, um, but Tromsø fought back for their first away win of the season, just as a back against them. Uh, and down in Oberstig, I had a wee both teams to score double, and unfortunately, Stabak, um, Stabak went to Koffer on uh, Monday night and just decided that a draw would suit them perfectly. And yeah, played for a 0-0. Yeah. Disappointing. Yeah, we'll touch on Obus League and shortly, especially Brands' dreams of a, an unbeaten season, which have now been shattered last week, unfortunately for them, but we'll get to that pretty soon. Uh, we've got a few bets lined up on the Elite Season card this weekend, uh, so let's get stuck into that. A couple of games on Saturday, but let's have a wee look at the Rosenborg v Squad set game, David, and no surprise that you're going in on 11 goal Tengstead yet again this weekend. Yeah, I think it's. it's... <laughs> It's just hard to stay away from him at the moment. He's absolutely, absolutely incredible. Um, it's just every single week he looks like Rosenborg's best player. I was, I was thinking about um, my team of the year, which I'm going to be doing in the next couple of weeks, and he might, he might be in it. He's been that good. Um, just, yeah. I just can't. Exp- he's just got something that I expected that nobody at Rosenborg had before. He's, he's completely brought life to um, Ola Satter as well beside him. The two of them have been outstanding together. And yeah, he's kicked Rosenborg's season into life. Um, they've got a real chance of finishing second now because of him. Um, this week, they entertained Strum's Godset, who have, yeah, I mentioned it last week. Um, they're very much a, a home, home side. Unfortunately, they let us down last week. But yeah, their, their home form compared to their away form is just uh, night and day. And Rosenborg's home form is outstanding. So I think a home win this this week is pretty much nailed on, and the price price marks that out with I think it's one point three six Rosenborgers sitting at just now. Um, but if you add a goal any time from Casper Tengstead, um, which I think he's scored in every game bar one um, so far this, since he joined, pretty much, and uh, maybe maybe two, but I'm pretty sure it's it's only one. And um, yeah, him to score any time, Rosenborg to win this weekend is two point one five. Um, it is 1.8 to score any time, which is still very, very backable given yeah. his, his form. Um, I just like to like to get it over evens, and I just can't see Rosenborg losing this one. Their home form of late has been absolutely incredible. They beat Volering a 3 0 last time out, they beat Lelistrum 3 1, Viking 4 1. Three tough games, you would say. They beat Olatun, they beat Hamcam, Tromso, Yav, Christiansund, and that is all in a row. I just can't, I just can't see anything other than that. Than a home win this weekend. If you look at Strum's God sets away form, pretty miserable. Three defeats in the bounce, a four-one hammering from Volerenga. Lee Lestrum beat them, Tromsø beat them. Uh, they drew with Sandefjord, who are dropping like a stone. 
beaten by Molde, beaten by Olsen, beaten by Sarpsborg. So yeah, Shroom Scott sets away form is horrendous. Rosenberg's home form is outstanding and Casper Tengstead is, yeah, absolutely. So I think it looks like a really good price, price bet that one. Yeah, and I think the goals that he's added, what's impressive about Rosenborg is the number of goals that they've been scoring as well. I think they've scored two or more in 10 of their last 11 games, Greg. Yeah, it's unbelievable their scoring record at home. I think probably averaging three goals a game now. And I think last weekend, I think both David and I fancied them to, to get the three points at home to Volering last weekend. Went two goals up pretty quickly, then got a third in the in the second half. I think David was a bit unlucky not to get an extra corner in that match for, I think it finished, was it 6 I think it finished? It finished, yeah. So, really good result for Rosenborg. And to be fair, very good chance they'll finish second. It's going to be very, very nip and tuck in the next five weeks. Uh, I say five weeks, yeah. I think the season finishes on the 11th of November, 13th of November. So, we've got a month to go, five games left to play, and it's probably going to go right down to the wire. I don't think Bora Glimpse European adventures help them as such. Rosenborg don't have to worry about that. So I think at the moment, my money might be on Rosenborg to finish um, second. But they're going to have to win some away games, Rosenborg. Can't purely rely on their home form. No. OK, so in that game, we're looking at a Tengstead goal anytime, David, and Rosenborg to win, and that's 2.15. Yep. Yeah, OK. Also on Saturday, there's Tromso against Odd. We don't have a bet in this game, but I was just quite keen to hear your thoughts on this, David. Obviously, Tromso's home form has been excellent all season, as you say, the one away from home uh, last weekend. And I think what's interesting looking at Tromso's recent form is that they've played Rosenborg's Thurum squad set, Bodo Glimt, Molde, all at home in the last four games. They've taken nine points out of the 12, so that's, that's as good a form as anybody. Yeah, yeah. Apart from Molde, basically, yeah, it's yeah, sorry, yeah. Been, it's been absolutely outstanding. Um, seventh place for them is a really, really good, um, really good season. Um, it is close. They could, like, they're only one point behind sixth, but they are only um, two points ahead of tenth. So that that sort of sixth to tenth region, which is quite quite often populated with a few teams uh, really close together. Yeah, it'll keep it interesting there. Um, I think top half finish for Tromso would be a really good um, finish. Um, I, I was surprised at the price of Odd in this game, to be honest. I yeah, thought 4-1. Yeah. I mean, Odd, Odd's form is really good as well. Odd are sixth. Uh, Tromso are seventh. Although Tromso's home form is really good, um, Odd's recent away form is uh, is really solid as well. Um Apart from, if you take away a 7-0 hammering off Bodeglimt, which we can... <laughs> yeah. um, they drew at Hauge soon, they beat Sandy Fjord, they drew at Ola soon, they drew at Christian soon, they drew at Stroms Godset, beat Bollerenga, beat Hamcam, beat Yerf. That's, their, that's all in a row. Um, so only Bodeglimt have beaten them since the, 20, since the 11th of May uh, yeah. on the road, which is really, really good going. Um, so four one. I just couldn't back against Tromso at home, David. I think but, 41 is a very good price, but I just couldn't back against Tromso at home. Absolutely not, but I don't think... Uh, I think um, Tromso... August Mikkelsen is potentially injured this weekend, and he is he is the main man at Tromso. If he is missing, which he went off injured last week, um, they do they really, really miss his creative spark. Um, and yeah, four, 41 and odd is... It's big. I, I agree. It's difficult to it's difficult to back against Tromso, but I was just surprised at the price. To be honest. Yeah, maybe one as you say, keep an eye on the 
the team news there, but certainly the four to one on any team that's went on eight unbeaten, then you know it's got to be worth a look at as well. But um, probably best left alone at this stage, Greg. Yeah, I would say so. It's quite a tricky match to call. Two teams in decent form. Tom's obviously at home, but as David said, odd in pretty good shape themselves. So I don't think for this match you can just, you can try and force it. There's quite a few other options this weekend, I think, from Norway. Yeah, and we'll talk about one of those at the moment. That's uh, on to Sunday. Christiansen at home to Haugesen. As I said, Christiansen have been doing everything they can to stay up. Just one defeat in seven, so they've found a bit of form. Uh, they could close the gap to Sandyfjord to two points this weekend, although Sandyfjord, they are at home to year. So, yeah, who knows how that one's going to go. Uh, Christiansen have been great for corners for his, uh, this season, Greg, but you're quite keen to back them not to lose here. Yeah, initially my initial angle in this match was going to be Christensen to win the match at 13-10, to 10, which I must admit is still a very good price and I would not put anyone off backing Christensen to win this match for a couple of reasons. One, as you say, Christensen in pretty good form at the moment, possibly a little too much, too little too late yeah. for them. But I think what you need to recognise is their home form has been pretty impressive especially over the, over the last month or so, over the last couple of months. They've beaten Viking 2-1, Sandefjord 3-1, Volarenga 3-2, and had an epic 4-4 draw with Rosenborg um, a couple of weeks ago. So that, that's that's not relegation for them at all, is it, at home? And I, I guess the pleasing thing for them is they're scoring goals. They've scored two or more goals now in six of their last seven at home and only one defeat in their last seven at home. Then that takes us on to Haugesund, who very disappointing last week, hammered 4-0, albeit at a very good Sarpsborg side, who are in very good shape at the moment. But that's a disappointing result for them. Their away form is grim. When we speak about grim away form, not as bad as Aberdeen, <laughs> but their away form is really poor. Just two wins away from home all season. Um, not great. So there's a few angles for me to look at this. Just based on Haugesund are probably clear enough now not to have to worry about being sucked into that automatic, sorry, not automatic, the relegation playoff spot. I think they're probably safe enough now. And I'm not saying they're going to rest in their laurels yet, but I just think Christian Sund have to win this match. It's the biggest match of the season for them. They cannot afford to lose this match or even draw it, given that Sandy Fjord are at home to Yerv, as you say. So there's probably three angles here. Angle number one, Christiansen to win the match, I think it's a good bet at 30 to 10. Over 1.5 Christiansen match goals is even money at Paddy Power. But I'm happy to take the double chance alongside uh, a match kicking off at the same time in this league. And that's the Sarpsborg visit to... Beeking. Beeking, thank you. Yes. <laughs> yeah, I, I, fire away, Greg. Let us know how you think that one will go. Well, I think David will agree. Um, Sarpsborg are in tremendous form at the moment. Really good shape. Um, they went on a really, really horrible run mid-season, didn't they? I think they lost eight games in a row. Possibly only one win. I think it was maybe nine or ten defeats in 11. They were looking at a really bad place, but they've overcome that. And they've picked up four wins in a draw now from their last five. Um, a 2-1 win, a 3-1 win, a 4-3 win. A one-all draw, and as I said before, a, a really good and comprehensive 4-0 defeat of Haugesund last weekend. So 
two to one they are to win this match. Uh, and I think they can also thank um, David. I'll keep you right here on the pronunciation of Tobias Heinz, but I'm assuming that's how you you, you say it. Um, he scored eight goals in his last eight games, albeit he's got five in his last two. He got a double last weekend and scored a hat trick two weeks before that. So I think Sarpsborg's run coincides with him finding the back of the night. And they travel to a Viking side who pretty awful run of results at the moment. One win in nine. They've conceded two or more goals now in eight of their last nine games. And they've not kept the clean sheet in any of their last seven home games. I don't know how you can be getting Viking at 65 for this match. There's only one point separating the sides. Viking on 33 points. Sarpsborg on 22 points. We speak a lot about momentum. All the momentum at the moment is for Sarpsborg. So there's no case at all for me to be made on Viking to to win this match. They might very well do, but I think there's definitely value in the Sarpsborg win at 2-1. to one. Disappointing to see Sarpsborg score two goals only 23-20. I say that because Christiansen are only 13 to 10 to win the match, but we're still getting evens for them to score two, and they're at home. So I would have hoped to have had a bit of a better price on Sarpsborg to score two goals, which is disappointing. So I completely changed my um, approach for this match. It was going to be two singles, Christiansen to score two or to win, and same for Sarpsborg to score two or to win. But I'm going to take the double chance. I don't think I don't think Sarpsborg will lose this match. I think they're good enough shape to go to Viking and get at least a draw. Mm-hmm. And that Sarpsborg Viking double chance double pays five to four with thesis five. David, my only note of caution, I think, looking at the Sarpsborg game is yeah, they are I think they're unbeaten in five, one, four out of the last five. I just look at the teams that they've actually won the games against. Uh, it's been Haugesen, Sandyfjord, Yerv, Wallace and Hamcam, all teams kind of in and around the bottom half dozen of the table. Now you can only play you can only beat the teams that are put in front of you. Um but I think that could potentially be a wee bit misleading in terms of the form book. Well I'll ease your mind briefly. Um on the sixteenth of May, the day before the Norwegian National Day, Viking beat you F three nil at top of the league. There was talk of the title. Since That's then, right, yeah. Since then, yeah, they're the only team that have taken fewer points than Viking in the league. Wow. So it's incredible that, that they're 65 at home against Sarpsborg. And even added to that, Viking played on uh, Wednesday night against Christiansen in the Cup. And it went to extra time. And they played a strong team. So, yeah, uh, Sarpsborg at 2-1 um, in the form they're in, the form Viking have been in. Um, I think it was under big, big pressure. Um, or the, is this a management duo uh, at Viking? Um, I can see that if they lose this, uh, yeah, I can see the management team um, potentially losing their job. Now, I don't want to go all Fagamo, Volarenga on us. Uh, <laughs> I don't want to do that yet. Just I'll wait till next week. Yeah, uh, Viking since the 16th of May have been absolutely terrible. Only year for worse than good knowledge. Like it, uh, yeah, that does make me feel a bit better. My selection, appreciate it. Does make me feel a bit better. Okay, so the double chance double, Greg, is that fair to call it that? Double or chance double, but the double just to win pays five point seven five to one. So not far off six to one for both those sides to win. But mm-hmm. I'm just going to on the side of caution. We're not greedy here on the Gambler Betting Podcast, 
And I think the 5-4 to four double on double chance for both those sides looks really strong. Okay. Before we move away from this weekend game, David, you've got this game as one of a double as well, but are both teams that score double? Yeah, I think um, although they can have been struggling, I don't think it's been it's not been scoring goals. It's been the issue, um, especially at home. Um, last week was the first time um, since well, yes, they've only only twice this season they failed to score at home, and that was the first time since back in May uh, last weekend when they were well beaten by Lillestrøm. Um, Lillestrøm, who went into that game, I think we we talked about it last week. I, I kind of thought Lillestrøm might get the better of them, but it was definitely not backable. It was a bit of a tough one to call with Lillestrøm's form, but yeah, completely outplayed them. But Viking um, have scored goals at home in every other home game bar one. So I can see them scoring against Sarpsborg. Um but yeah, I just at the back uh, they're having big issues. Um, they have not kept a clean sheet since that year of game um, on the 16th of May um, in Stavanger. So yeah, I just can't see them keeping a clean sheet here. Sarpsborg's goals uh, goal scoring has been pretty solid recently. Four last week, one the week before that, four, three, two. And one, so they've scored in the last six. Um, previously, before that, they lost to Odd one 0 and that's the last time. Um, that's the last time they failed to score. But that was before they they got round to their winning ways again. And yeah, as you say, Tobias Heinz has been absolutely electric recently. He's um, he's been the main man that he plays kind of off the left of uh, the three behind the striker, and he's yeah he's been outstanding. Probably Sarsgaard's best player this year. So that's part of uh, both teams to score double. Um, and I'm going to double that up with the Volleringa versus Bode Glimt game. Um, I think um, Bode Glimt's come into this game off the back of the Arsenal game. Um, but I think they've shown, although Europe probably handed them a little bit, like last week they beat uh, Sandefjord 4-1. The week before that, they beat Lillestrøm 4-1. Um, I, think, I think in the league... Um, They've been able to put away the chances a bit better. I think they've been able to get their wide players into better positions for scoring. So Pellegrino scored a lot of goals. Obviously, he's top scorer in the league. Um, and Ola Solbakken's back uh, from injury as well. Although he's not scored since he got back from injury, um, I think it does make a difference and it frees up um, a couple of the midfielders to to score. And Hugo Vettelsen has been scoring a lot of goals. So Bode Glimt, I think because they've not been winning games, we've kind of we've kind of missed. They've only failed to score once all season. Um, mm-hmm. I, th- I think I kind of missed that. Like the attack has definitely not been that much of an issue. Although I feel like the, the striker has been a bit of an issue um, in terms of putting teams away. Scoring goals hasn't been a problem. They scored in every game bar one. Um, yeah, the, I mean they've, they've outscored Molda this season. Yeah, the yeah. Problem, problem appears to be at the back. They've yeah, that's just has been at the back, and there's absolutely no doubt if you look at their away form. Um, Yev, Hamcam and Christiansen are the only three teams that have failed to score against them and that's mm. your, that's almost your bottom three not quite but um, yeah I think away from home to Volleringa so they beat Volleringa 4-1 earlier in the season up in uh, Boulder but Volleringa's home form is really really good um, Fagamo after last week's defeat at, at Rosenborg said um, he thinks they're a, they're a bit of an AstroTurf team Um mm. They were well beaten by Rosenborg on the grass at Lerkendal and they'll be going back home to, to Intelity Arena and yeah, we're looking forward to it. They've won um they have won seven on the bounce at home. And scoring plenty of goals, three, four, four, one, three, four, four. Um so yeah, I can't see them not scoring at home. It should be a good open game. 
in Oslo. And yeah, both teams to score there looks pretty solid too. Both both uh, those games, I think, are 1.5 uh, exactly for both teams to score. So the double pays 2.25. Okay, we'll recap. Uh, <coughs> excuse me, we'll recap all the bets before we finish up on the podcast. Just on the outright on that game, Dave, I think Glimt will be a wee bit vulnerable. Obviously, off the back of probably a pretty tough game tonight against Arsenal, but also sometimes we see when teams need to win, to kind of force they're going to have to win to force Molder to win the league uh, themselves on Sunday night. Just wonder if they maybe fall short against a Volarenga team who are in pretty decent form. Yeah, I don't know. I think I think I think Volarenga are under a bit of pressure as well. They'll know that this is kind of their last chance to win. Mm-hmm. Uh, they need to win as well. Hundred um, yeah. percent need to win if they want to have any chance of getting in that top four. Um, Bode Glimt from what I've seen in the last three years of them they really like it when a team attacks them comes at them and it gives them space to play in behind to, to play on the counter um, they, have, they had a whole load of chances against Arsenal tonight I think if Volaringa play the same way which I, I'm pretty sure Volaringa will play the same way I think they'll play the 4-3-3 they'll try and go toe-to-toe with, with Glimt and um, yeah, I think it'll be a good game I, I, f- I fancy Glimt to get the better of them, to be honest. I think I think um, they beat them 4-1 earlier in the season. I think they've just got better players and they're playing the same system. Um, and they've just got the bit between their teeth a little bit just now in the league. And I think um, I think they could get the better of them, actually. I was quite like the price of them at 2.3. You don't often see them uh, so well-priced, even though Lohringer's home form is very, very strong. Um, I think... Oh, they're going to uh, we'll go down there and fancy it. Yeah, I think as you say, Solback and being back makes a big difference in the wide position, doesn't it? Yeah, it does. He, he gives that he gives that sort of left footed option on the right hand side. He, something that um, Joel and was playing, and he's having he's been really really good. Uh, he's right footed and it's just completely different uh, shape of the pitch when he plays because he's mm-hmm. much more in- inclined to go outside. And I think Solback and um, he's not quite up to speed yet. And I think he'll be looking looking to get. Um, a lot of games in before the end of the season before uh, his move to whatever that is we still haven't had confirmation that he's uh, that he's signed the contract with Roma but uh, yeah it seems to suggest that, that that was going to be the plan Okay so you're edging towards Glimt and we discussed just briefly before we come on the podcast potential of an Asian handicap double with Glimt and Molde who are away to Lillestrom yeah, so so basically the the, the zero point zero Asian handicap on these games. So basically, draw no bet. Um, both the glints zero point zero and Molde the same. Molde at Lillestrøm, tough game, absolutely no denying that. But Molde coming off the back of another win in Europe. Molde have won twelve in a row in the league. Yeah, frightening, outstanding. Um, this I, th- I think I don't think. Even if Bode Glimt had been at the best this year, I just don't think they could have kept up with this pace. I think Molde have just shown a different different gear this year. They've just been unbelievable since. Unbelievably, the last team they didn't beat was Yerv. Uh, but since <laughs> 5-1, went over Tromso, and then they've beaten, they've beaten everyone in the league, basically. Hauge soon, Sandy Fjordstrom's God, Sick Christian soon, Hauge soon again, Sarpsborg, Glimt, beat them 4-1, Yerv. All the soon to Tromso and Hamcam. So, away to Lillestrøm, uh, they owe them one because Lillestrøm are one of two teams to beat them this year um, they beat them back in Molde uh, I think it was a 97th minute winner um, back when Lillestrøm were top for the league as well and looking like they were going to take the challenge for the title but yeah I think Molde 12 wins in a row how can you not back them um, 
at the price they're at. I think, uh, what is it, 2.4? Yeah, 2.4 away at Lealist from a team that's won 12 in a row. Yeah, it's a big price, isn't it? A very big price. So yeah, I'm happy to take on the Asian handicap double there with the Glimped game and that pays 3.11. So 21 to 20 in your old money um, for the basically the draw no bet um, double. 21 yep. to 10, I think, David. Yeah, 21 to 10, I think they agreed was oh, an old, old money. Yeah. <laughs> Greg, are you interested at all in mode at that 75 price? Feels a wee bit big, doesn't it, for the Champions elect? Yeah, it does feel big. Just think, playing tonight with that far ahead, I, I just don't know how that game's going to pan out. I, I don't like getting suckered in sometimes in places like this, but I think at that price and the form that obviously Molda are in, it's going to be a popular bet, I think, at that place. Yeah, I think so. Think it'll be a place come, the week, come the weekend. But I'm just going to put off a little bit by the fact that they are that far ahead and they've played in Europe tonight as well. Yeah. I've seen a win tonight and they've managed to yeah, take off a few players after that. Our Mark and Magnus Wilvegrim, who just mentioned briefly his, his wife died of cancer recently. Um, he sh- and yeah, that, I think that pretty hard, obviously, and missed a couple of games. But he was playing last week, scored a couple of goals. I think he got two assists as well. He was back to his brilliant best. Just signed a new contract. Former Man United man, of course. Um, yeah, he. Just played 25 minutes tonight, so I expect him to be back to it on, uh, on Sunday. Yeah, and yeah, they should wrap up the title this weekend, David. Yeah, I, I can't. I think they just need a draw to wrap up or Bode Glimp to not win. And they yeah. are done. And then we'll get on to it in due course, but um, is this the start of a dynasty for Moda or do you see anyone be able to challenge? Obviously, Rosenborg are probably finishing the stronger of the contenders. Yeah, I think I think Rosenberg will fancy it, but I think I think the problem is that Molde I've I've got here, and there's a right good chance that they could lose a few players in the winter. I think it's going to be the same problem. Um, see that Mansberg in midfield, pretty yeah. I guess there's a lot of people interested in him. Pofana, probably people interested in him. I just think when you come back at the start of next season, we'll we'll, we'll have to see who's still there. It'll be the same. Yeah. Borges Tengstead still going to be there or somebody going to splash out a bit of cash and get them all the glint uh, who they're going to lose so yeah I think we'll just find out but what 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 has happened in the last two years is Bode Glimt have got a lot of money from their European adventures and that's yeah. that puts them in a good position to, to challenge Molde who have one of the richest men in Norway as their owner so uh, that helps yeah it always helps uh, okay anything else in Italy to see that you want to cover Greg no, I think there's some good opportunities this weekend, uh, match day 26, but yeah, more than happy with uh, the stuff that I've put up and David's put up. Anything for you, David? No, uh, happy, to, happy to go into the Oboist League. And just uh, one thing, I think, uh, we, we just touched on it briefly, Sanderford versus Yev. Mm. Ma- massive game, Sanderford, if they win that, puts Christiansund in a really tough position. But Christiansund, just, um, I just had a quick look at the fixtures. They still have home games against Yev and Olufsund. Uh, and uh, that Haugesson game, obviously, as well at the weekend. Three winnable home games. It's, yeah. it's over. You have to win them because they travel to Bode Glimt, I think. Yeah, Bode Glimt and Sarpsborg. So yeah. two games. But yeah, win the three home games, they'll give themselves, they'll give themselves a, just a, a little chance. Yeah, this weekend could be pivotal. Eh? Yeah, I think if Sandfjord beat Yerv, then Christian Sunder in trouble. 
Yeah, okay, we'll keep an eye on that one. Uh, and Tobos Leon has a touched on Brand's dreams of a, an unbeaten season. We're ended last season, David, with the, uh, sorry, last weekend, a 3 1 defeat to Mion Dallin. Yeah, Mion Dallin getting their revenge after. Yeah. Yes, thinking of a season. Uh, they were top of the league before Brand beat them. I think it was 7 0 back in yeah. back in May. Um, and since then, Mion Dallin have just gone down and down and down. Um, but yeah, got their revenge by finally getting one over on Brand. So Brands wouldn't be surprised if they if they um yeah put down get the flip flops on and uh, just enjoy the last three games. I can't see them uh I can't see them going as hard out for the remainder of the games and uh, yeah. Shade 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 visit them this weekend but shade are back shade are back. They're actually got a chance of staying up, haven't they? Twenty eight to one for a team yeah Brand have <laughs> literally nothing to play for now Brand. 28 to 1 for Shade. Let's see. Yeah. yeah. Not even having one of my pound coins to put on that, David, I'm afraid. Uh, and at the bottom, we've got, uh, oh, sorry, at the top, you touched on the fact that Stabak uh, drew with Koffer, uh, but they're still in pole position for that other automatic place, aren't they? Yeah, they are. And they've got a very, very winnable home game this week against another team who are dropping like a stone, Ranheim. Uh, Stabak, if they beat Ranheim. Five points, at least five points clear of third place. I think you would say that that's done. Yeah. Okay, we've got a few bets lined up in Oberstliegen. Uh, one from Greg, one from David. We'll start with yours, Greg. And I hadn't really noticed this one myself, but it's only after you sent it over to me, started looking at some of the stats and the goals and starts recent games have just been incredible. Recently, 45 goals in the last nine. Yeah, they've been a good team to bat for goals to start, especially at home. They've had some really big, big scores. They'll be bitterly disappointed, though. They've really blown their chance now of finishing second. They were in with a good shout, albeit still a few points behind Stabak. But that defeat last weekend was pretty much ended, I would say, their chances of going up automatically. They're going to have to settle for the playoffs now. But as you say, lots and lots of goals in their games. N- nothing flashed in this one. There's um, You could bat the Asian line over three and three and a half at nine to ten. That'll get you half state backs if there's three goals in the match. But I'm more than happy to take the over 3.5 match goals at even money in this game, just based on the sheer number of goals that start score. And they'll be looking to just maintain their form going into the playoffs too. Yeah, those last nine games, five goals, five, three, four, eight, five, five, four, six. So their, their fans certainly not getting short-changed uh, when it comes to goals. Uh, yeah, so just a straightforward bet for you in this one? Yeah, straightforward, over 3.5 goals in this match at even money. Okay, doke. And you're thinking similarly in the Sturdill's Blink v Fredrikstad game, David? Yeah, uh, sadly, Sturdill's Blink are, well, not officially, but... Um, yeah, officially, yeah, officially, officially down. Yeah, sure. I was thinking Grody both officially down yeah, after last weekend because Shade yeah, got a win. Um, and yeah, despite a, a brief uh, renaissance in mid-season, shall we say, with Blink, um, they have been shocking recently. Um, <laughs> to be fair, beating four two, beating four one, beating three one, beating two one, beating five now. And beating six one last week at Songdal. Uh, they entertain a Frederickstad team who are backed in part of a, both teams to score double last week. They duly obliged by losing three one at, at home to Berina, which was a really poor result. But um, 
plenty of goals in their recent games as well. 3-1, That's the last 10 games. Uh, so yeah, pretty straightforward for me as well. Well, straightforward if you the Asian goal line is straightforward. But yeah, over uh, sorry, over three point on the Asian goal line pays one point eight seven five on this one. And uh, yeah, judging by those stats, uh, to be honest, I, I wouldn't put anyone off back in over three and a half uh, goal line, which is two point two five. I think um, I think Shuras Blink have completely chucked it. Um, Fredrikstad are just only four points ahead of Shide, so they need to be careful and I think this is the perfect fish for them to make sure that they they get over the line with uh, yeah, Shiraz Blink have lost five now six one consecutive weeks. They are they are yeah doomed and the on the way down to the post nord post nord division what uh, two the wilderness almost the wilderness is uh, the post nord is division two is still there's there's only two leagues so there's a sort of uh, yeah, there's not a north and a south, but yeah, sort of geographically done. Um, I'd say that I'd say that that's probably the level. To be honest, blink that financially they're not an Oberst League team. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's not, it's not, not a big place, sure though. So, yeah, uh, they've had a good wee spell in Oberst, but back to back to the second uh, division and let's see how they go. But yeah, this weekend I can see Frederikstad uh, scoring a few goals. Yeah, and like most teams in obviously in their games, both Frederickstadt and Stjordos Blink games average well over three goals per game. So, yeah, if you're getting that kind of price on the Asian goal line over three goals, then it's obviously worth taking. Maybe you know, wouldn't talk anyone out of the double, both selections no. that you've just given us there. Okay, anything else in obviously again before we wrap up? Just, I mean, it's hard. I always kind of forget that the playoffs are, are a thing. Like, there's a lot of teams that can still qualify for the playoffs. Uh, right down to Mjöndalen, basically. So, sixth to third are in the playoffs. Mjöndalen, Ranheim, Songdal and Sanne. Just one thing on Ranheim, who um, we talked about a lot, kind of in the mid-season, how, how good they were doing. They were a great team to back for goals um, during the season. But I was watching a programme about um, the Oberstliggen and, and Ranheim's form in the autumn of the last three years has been absolutely shocking and yet again uh, this year they've completely dropped like a stone so they play against uh, Stabak this week and to be honest I thought um, Stabak at 1.4 um, yeah just looked like an absolute certainty with uh, Ranheim's form who yeah, lost at home to Kongsfinger last week and just dropping dropping like a stone and I just don't see any chance of them getting in the playoffs. Is there any rationale given for that dropping for them? No, I don't so know. consistently. Just no, it's just, it is a strange one. I wonder if it becomes mental at some point that mm-hmm. it last year they start talking about it and it's suddenly in their head. Put that in your notebook for next season, please, David. <laughs> Rather than tell us after the event, tell us before. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, I think that's that's covered everything uh, as much as we can this weekend in Norway. Uh, Let's have a wee recap of the bets then. Start with yourself, Greg. Yes, I've got a double from the Elite Azarian. Um, As I said before, though, I also fancy both these teams to win and both to score two goals. But the bet is Christiansund double chance in their match and Sarpsborg double chance in their trip to Viking, and that pays 5-4. to four. Uh, Moving into the Oberstliga on Sunday, we've got start at home to Osana, and I'm taking over 3.5 match goals in that game, and that pays even money. 
Okay, and you might have some more for us on the channel. Yeah, there's a couple of angles in the channel that I'm looking at, and I'll, I'll share them over the weekend. Okay, and David, your bets this weekend? Yeah, uh, starting in the latest area, and I've got both teams to score double. Um, that's speaking against Sarpsborg and Volleregger against Glimt. That's 2.25. Both those games are on Sunday. Um, on Saturday, I've got, um, of course, I've got Casper Tengs dead to score any time. Uh, that's 1.8. Or add Rosenborg to beat Strom's Godset as well. So Rosenborg win, Tengs dead goal. That's 2.15. Um, also, I quite like the 0, 0.0 Asian handicap double, both Mulda and Boda Glimt uh, to win, uh, draw no bet, and that pays 3.11. Uh, both those games are on Sunday as well. And finally, down in Oberst League, I've got Schurer's Blink against Frederikstad, over 3.0 on the Asian goal line, and that pays 1.875. Good stuff. Now, don't forget you can follow David on Twitter at dweatherston 11 and of course you can check out his blog that is at davidweatherstonfootball.com and as he hinted at he's already thinking about his team of the season in Norway and despite what David says I reckon it's about 1-2 to two that Casper Tengstead makes that starting 11 uh, you can also follow Greg on Twitter at browning84greg where you can find out details of how to join his private betting channel and that's us for this week's podcast thank you very much for listening and best of luck with your bets this weekend Cheers guys, all the best. Cheers guys.